This past Sunday morning was a great time of celebration. We sang together, laughed together, learned together, and celebrated the baptism of five people in the congregation at Central. The morning was full of joy. As I stood in the foyer after the service, though, I noticed some commotion. The parents of a young boy looked panicked. It became clear that their son had slipped off while playing a game of hide-and-seek with other kids in the hallways. He was now nowhere to be found. A few people joined in their search, then a few more, then more. The stress grew greater until dozens of people were combing the halls, searching every room and doorway for the boy. We called his name, tears were flowing, the search was intense for all of us. And in the end, the boy was found safe. The night of Jesus' capture may not be too different from this. Now, it wasn't a small, insignificant band of soldiers who came to find Jesus. The language of the gospel makes it clear that likely hundreds of armed soldiers banded together to aggressively search through the hills outside of Jerusalem for their target. It looks as though they were expecting a fight. The last thing anyone expected was to find Jesus walking calmly up to the mob. Who are you looking for? he asked. Jesus of Nazareth. I am he, Jesus says. And suddenly mayhem breaks out. Armed guards shout orders to each other while they flood in on their target. Peter, ironically the one who would soon deny even knowing Jesus, grabs a sword and tries to attack, cutting at the ear of a soldier. Jesus corrects him harshly. Enough! Put your sword away, he says. I wonder if he was thinking, don't take part in their violence. Jesus graciously reaches out and heals the ear of his captor. Yes, he heals his captor. Nevertheless, the soldiers bind him up violently. Jesus chooses to be powerless. The disciples flee in terror, while Jesus goes away willingly with the guards. The image should astound us. You know, the Son of God, the one who was before all things and through whom all things came into being, is willingly taken away in chains. Jesus embraces weakness. He refuses to cling to his power just as he will refuse to fight for his innocence. Instead, he allows violence to be hurled at him in order to expose the impotence of worldly powers and violence. He will give himself into the hands of worldly justice in order to show that it does not have the final word. He is free from anything that even seems to have power over him. And in that sense, he alone can say to us, if I, the Son, sets you free, you will be free indeed. John 8, 36. If you're in Christ, you are free from all other powers. Nothing could hold Jesus and nothing, no power on earth, no threat of evil, no punishment of death, can ever hold those who now have Christ's Spirit living in them. You are free indeed. How can we be sure of this? 
because Jesus went willingly into the hands of worldly powers and none of it, not even the power of death, could keep him bound. If the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Let's pray. Jesus, I am amazed that you went willingly into the hands of your captors. You didn't join in their violence. Rather, you showed how powerless their violence is. You even healed your captors. Heal us deep in our hearts and minds. Help us to set our faces with you, the Christ. For you are the victor. Amen. Thank you.